Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are new to the broadcast, if you're watching the replay and you're like, who's this lady on the internet? Uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. Hey, TJ. Um, I am host of the and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork in order. So making sure that you are registered with the state, have uh, getting your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, uh, making sure that you have contracts, that you have your operating agreement together, that you have hiring policies in place that, you know, go along with the law. I help you set all of those things up. If you are wondering why I am qualified, happy you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting uh, with a specialization in business formation. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone one as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are certain concepts that you're going to have to learn. There's no way around it. And that's why your girl is here. All right. Now, if you want to get in contact with me and see how we can work together to get you on a good foot when it comes to your business, you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the only link on my Instagram profile and it is all over my page on Facebook, okay? While when you go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, there are several things that you have access to. The first thing is that you can set up a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. Right there, you hit the book your one-on-one uh, coaching session button and, and uh, book it right there. You can also download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. And then if you're ready to move on to, uh, the, you know, the big time, you've already got kind of the, the initial steps squared away. This week only, because it was it's my birthday week, my birthday was on Tuesday, um, I have the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle that is on sale for $99. It retails at more than $330, but it's my birthday, and I wanted to, you know, give y'all a little gift too. So it's on sale for $99 until Saturday morning, okay? So make sure that you pick that up. As well, make sure that you, when you're at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, make sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that you can rewatch the shows at your leisure. Hello, Sujag12. Welcome. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but that's enough about me. Oh, uh, I always forget this. I don't know why. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Um, there is still time to register for the Power of Three Virtual Women's Summit. I'm going to be a featured speaker, and it is completely free to attend. It's going to be an empowering event for you. Um, if you would like to attend, go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, and you can register there, okay? Uh, but now let's move on to the show. If you are new, here's how the show works. I pull stories from the news and stories that you guys tell me about, um, stories that I find on blog sites, and I choose the ones that have uh, business concepts that we can learn, and we discuss them. So this is a time for you to ask your questions. This is a time for you to give commentary. Don't be shy. We're all friends here. There are no stupid questions. 
I don't care if you think you should know the answer. Feel free to ask it, all right? just We just ask that you be respectful in the comments. That's all. It's a family show. My parents watch, all right? <laughs> all right. So let's get started, all right? Uh, first case that we are talking about, it's not really a case so much as a decision. Um, a while ago, I did a story about Katy Perry, uh, her Dark Horse song, um, she was sued by a Christian rapper who goes by the stage name of Flame, and he said that she had stolen, um, elements of his song and used it for the song Dark Horse, and ultimately, Katy Perry actually ended up losing that, um, lawsuit and, and, and had to pay that man $2.8 million, uh, but there has been a recent decision by the United States Supreme Court that says that musical building blocks cannot be protected. So a lot of these copyright lawsuits that people are winning against artists, they're saying that, you know, oh, they use, you know, a beat or, you know, they use a couple of chords. And what the court is saying is that a couple of chords, a beat or two, that is not going to be enough to protect, um, you know, your, your copyright. You're basically, they're saying that there is going to be a higher threshold to prove that there is, um, that there is infringement in a musical copyright. Um, TJ said, wow, really? OMG. I remember flame too. I can't believe he won that. He won girl. He won himself a cool little $2.8 million. Um, ain't the Lord good. <laughs> Yes. So the court has now said that it's going to take more than a few chords um, or, you know, like a, a, a little, a tiny chunk of what might be a song to prove musical copyright infringement. I'm pretty sure this is probably because the court is seeing more and more cases come in for copyright infringement and they're like, no, this is too much. Um, so, uh, if you are going to be suing someone for copyright infringement, make sure it is an actual song and not just a couple of notes. Okay. Hello, MZ Brielle or Ms. Brielle, Ms. B. Real. I think that's supposed to be Ms. B. Real. Okay. Yes. So, um, yeah. So good luck to you musicians out there. Make sure you have your copyrights in order. Okay. Um, next th thing that we are talking about, it's more of an update. So we all know that Instagram is like, they've made music just impossible to, um, do on live streams. So apparently now Instagram is going to allow us to play up to 90 seconds of copyrighted music before they start giving you the warning that they're going to shut down your live stream. Um, so for those of you who, if you want to play a snippet of a song, just so you know, you have up to 90 seconds before Instagram, you know, takes you off the air. Uh, I don't, I really am interested to see how social media and copyrights are going to evolve because like you can't avoid having someone's music playing. What if I am on live and you know, I'm walking by someone and they're playing music. Are you going to shut down my life? There's so much stuff happening because we have access to so many things. Um, and I actually wanted to, I think that's something I'm going to do some research on and talk about it next week because I'm really, I'm wondering how these DJs are able to play these sets online without getting shut down. 
Um, but that's something I'm going to look into and talk to next week. But just so you guys know, uh, Instagram is going to allow you to play up to 90 seconds of copyrighted music, um, before they shut your live streams down. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Before we move on to our next stories, I want to remind you that you are watching NPL legal dish. This is my Monday through Thursday. Um, TJ Ware said, what really is the issue though? Doesn't it help the artists if people hear their music? Well, okay. So the landscape of music has changed before people, you know, it was all about your CD sales, but people are not selling CDs anymore. You make money through your streams now. So if I am playing your music and I'm not an authorized streamer, like I'm, and I'm playing for thousands of people that is essentially taking out of the artist's pocket. It's like taking a movie. If I have a Netflix subscription, I can't go and start, you know, doing, um, you know, hosting, uh, hosting movie nights, you know, for the general public. So when you are playing your music on live streams, you're essentially playing it for a worldwide audience. And I think I, and this is just my opinion. I think the logic is that these, by playing this, you are taking away from people who might have streamed that song, which then gives the artist revenue. Okay. Um, so yeah, so you can't just go out playing people's songs all over the internet cause they need them streams. Cause I, I remember I interviewed, um, TJ, I interviewed Davey for my podcast a long time ago, and he broke down how much you get per stream, and it's not a lot, so every stream counts for artists, okay? Yes, um, yes, so, uh, moving on to our next story, do we have any UFC fans in the house? If you watch UFC, if you are an MMA fan, give me a one, if you are a UFC or MMA fan, Give me a one. TJ said, some of these influencers, celebrities, and people with a lot of followers get to overpass those restrictions on license. Yeah, and that's what I'm wondering. How do they do that? I don't know how they do it. I'm sure there's, you know, there's some type of, you know, back-end stuff that they do. Um, uh, But I'm not privy to that. Uh, That's that's something I'm going to look into. Because now I'm very curious. You've given me a new topic for next week, TJ. Thank you. Hmm. (laughs) All right. My UFC fans, can you please give me a one? If you watch UFC or if you are a fan of MMA, okay? Um, So uh, a while ago, I told you guys about the story that UFC, they were trying to trademark the phrase Fight Island. This was at the top of, you know, of COVID when it was starting to become, you know, really serious because, um, you, they couldn't host UFC fights anymore. So the, uh, high violet owl creations. So the people who, you know, do all the UFC matches, they said, you know, since we can't do any matches in the United States, we're going to get an Island and go host matches on an Island. And they were going to call it fight Island. Um, so Fight Island never ended up happening, even though they did still file the trademark application for the phrase Fight Island. Hi, Terpy Nom Nom. Um, but the other day, John Oliver on his show, if you don't know John Oliver, he's a late night talk show. Um, he was kind of, he was talking about this story about Fight Island and just jokingly, he said that UFC, the letters you, um, the, the, um, the organization should try and trademark UFCSEA. Um, 
So, meaning, because of Fight Island, he's like, you know, why don't you get this, why don't you try and trademark UFC, because you're going to have, you're supposed to be having fights on an island which is surrounded by water. Well, the people who who handle the UFC, they didn't take it as a joke, and they have filed a trademark application for UFC, as in U-F-S-E-A, <laughs> and this is to go along with Fight Island. Now, we don't know if Fight Island is going to actually happen on an island, but apparently it's going to be some type of event that the UFC organization is going to be bringing forth once we get through all of this stuff. And the Hi, Sensei 39, and the reason why I bring up this case is because when you have a good idea, you have to jump on it. John Oliver was only kidding, but the people who run the UFC, they were like, you know what, that is a fantastic idea, and we are going to, to, you know, build this brand up as much as we can. If you have an idea that you believe that strongly in, you should do everything in your power to secure the, um, to secure your intellectual property early. It, the barrier to entry to business, like I say, it is very low at this point, at this time. A lot of people want to get into business. It is only logical that some ideas are going to overlap. The only way that you can make sure that your idea is secure is to have your intellectual property licenses in place. Okay. So that is why I encourage you guys, get your trademarks, get your copyrights, get your patents, protect your stuff. You can't be out here, you know, unprotected in these streets. <clears throat> All right? Okay. Uh, how, how much? Okay, we're making very, very good time. Um, TJ, I love your participation. Thank you, doll. Um, <clears throat> ooh, excuse me. I don't have corona. I don't. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> next case we are talking about, um, does anybody here purchase from Amazon? If you purchase from Amazon, give me an A in the comments. I literally just got an Amazon package today. I want to, I should see it. I should see pretty much all A's because all of us at one point or another, I'm pretty sure have used Amazon. If you've used Amazon, give me an A. Okay, and while you do that, uh, yes, hey, look, Amazon is taking take, take everybody's money, TJ. Since the 39 said, said, I try not to. Well, I'm glad that you have willpower because, look, being inside is getting to me and them Amazon sales be looking right. <laughs> AP Jackson gave me a row of A's, a row of A's. Everybody's on Amazon. And Amazon, as we know, you can get pretty much anything on there. You have a lot of people, um, since internet said, I used to order all my books from there. Yes, that's how they started out, as, a, as an online bookstore. Um, so Amazon, you can get anything. You have people who run their stores on Amazon. Amazon sells other brands. Um, but Amazon is always getting in trouble when it comes to trademarks and the use of trademarks to sell products. And we have another story about this today. So there is a company called Nuco, N-E-U-C-O, Nuco. And they are distributors of heating and ventilation equipment. So, uh, you know, HVAC systems and stuff, they are distributors. They don't make it, but they're kind of like the middleman that will, you know, get you your heating and ventilation equipment. Um, 
Hold on. TJ said, I've really only ordered things that are necessary. I promise. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let me see your order history. (laughs) Um, But Nuco, they are heating and ventilation equipment distributors, right? Um, and, but they have a good reputation in the heating and ventilation industry. They are suing Amazon for trademark infringement because Amazon has been using their logo to sell heating and ventilation equipment, but it's not, it's not Nuco's brand. Nuco does not make heating and ventilation equipment. They just resell it. Um, and, but Amazon is using the new code name because they have good standing in the industry to sell their own heating and ventilation equipment, such as the new co nine ninety flame sensor. So, um, hold on. AP Jackson said all mine are necessary. I'm sure they are AP Jackson. Um, but yes, yeah, so Nuco is suing Amazon for using their trademark to basically back up um, Amazon selling this heating and ventilation equipment. Guys, this is why trademarks are very important. When you use someone's trademark, you are saying that um, my whatever I am selling, I am either affiliated with this company or the thing that I am selling you is of this quality. So it is, that's why companies get on other, other companies when they use their trademarks, especially if you are not, um, you know, at the same level as they, as they are. Nuco has a good reputation out here in these heating and ventilation streets. We don't know what Amazon's heating and ventilation equipment is going to do, but by slapping the Nuco trademark on it, people are going to think, oh, this is Nuco. Nuco know what knows what they're doing. On top of the fact that Nuco doesn't even make this equipment, all they do is sell it to other parties. So Nuco is selling Amazon. I mean, suing Amazon for trademark infringement, and I hope they get every penny. Um, since thirty nine said they said Bezos will be the very first trillionaire. I believe it. I believe it because he's taking more and more people's paychecks every single day. Okay. Um, me and my sister, and, uh, we share, uh, an Amazon account, and she just be buying, 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 um, yes, so, uh, no, and, um, another reason why I picked this case is that nobody is above trademark infringement. Amazon, as large as they are, they can still be sued. If you guys remember, Nike had to give up, they had to drop a $20 million campaign because they infringed on the trademark of a small shoe store. No one is above intellectual property uh, enforcement, guys, okay? So again, that's why it's important to have your intellectual property in place because if somebody big like Amazon or Google or whoever tries to steal your stuff, if you have your legal ducks in a row, you can go to the courtroom and shut them down. So make sure you have your intellectual property in order. And on the other side of that, don't use other people's um, trademarks to sell your goods. Your goods should be able to stand on their own. If you want, remember, when we talked, um, we talked about the Purell story, Target is being sued for false advertisement because they compared their hand sanitizer to Purell, which said that they killed 99.99% of bacteria And it was found that it kills far less than 99.99%. So now Target is being sued 
for false advertisement because they have been comparing themselves to Purell. Um, all right, so that's why you have to be careful as to who you align your brand with. Since so 39 said Amazon gets you by having stuff you can't find anywhere else. Yes, I can literally type in anything and find it on Amazon. But um, yeah, so that's what's happening with Nuco and Amazon. And now we come to the Piesterese stunts, the, the title story of the show. Um, how many of y'all have heard of Rolexes? If you've heard of Rolexes, give me an R. If you've heard of Rolexes, give me an R. If you've heard, hey Zephyrina, if you've heard of Rolexes, give me an R. If you have a Rolex and you don't want it, send it to me, okay? <laughs> Thank you for the R. What is Rolex? <laughs> Something that, you know, one day, God willing, I'm going to have. <laughs> yes. All right. We all know what Rolex is. The Rolex is a very expensive watch. And Rolex, they are very um, protective of their brand. For Rolex, um, for them, uh, um, they consider... Thank you, Cynthia39. So for Rolex, they consider what, you know, usually when we say something is counterfeit, it's because it wasn't made by the company, uh, you know, it's not of the same quality. Rolex is so particular about their brand that for them, a fake Rolex is is a Rolex that has been altered in any way. So even if you have an authentic Rolex, and let's say, you know, I don't know, one of the um, hands breaks and you take it to a non-authorized Rolex fixer and they fix it, in the eyes of Rolex, that is no longer a Rolex, okay? So I want you guys to keep that concept in mind while we talk about this case. So a while ago, Rolex sued this company called La Californienne. This company, La Californienne, they basically took um, vintage Rolexes, or Rolexes that they had picked up, you know, at, at um, whatever, uh, what do you call those things, thrift stores, or that people turned in, and, you know, they would change the bands, they, they would decorate them, they would, you know, make them fresh and new, and they would, you know, and they said, you know, these are, these are genuine Rolexes that we have altered. So they let you know that they altered it, but Sincere 39 said, like, when the rappers bring, bling them out. Absolutely. So when you see rappers bling out their Rolexes and things like that, Rolex ain't taking that back. That's no longer a Rolex to them. But anyway, La Californienne, they were taking Rolexes, they were changing out the bands, they're putting all these decorations on them, um, you know, and they're saying, hey, come get our, you know, modified Rolexes. And Rolex sued them for trademark infringement and false advertisement because they said, you are messing with our Rolexes, so they are no longer Rolexes. Therefore, in our eyes, you are selling fake Rolexes, and this is trademark infringement, okay? So they went to court. <clears throat> you know, it was a battle. But they came to a resolution, or they tried to. They had actually come to a resolution 
um, uh, they had come to the decision that La Californian was going to still be able to sell these modified Rolexes, but they would not be able to call them Rolexes. They would not be able to basically say the word Rolex. The only way someone would know if it's a Rolex is if they asked the people at the store, is this a Rolex? That is the only way, okay? And they would have to say, yes, it was, it, it's a, it's a modified Rolex. So the settlement was, stop telling people that these are Rolexes unless they ask about it. That's why I call the title, it's not a Rolex, but it's a Rolex. Um, but apparently the judge has, has, uh, denied their settlement. So they went to court with this. They went up to a full trial, but even during a trial, the sides can decide to work it out themselves and they tried to work it out themselves and they thought they came to, you know, a reasonable resolution, but the judge has denied their settlement because there is still the issue of deciding are these Rolexes or not? Are these actual Rolexes or are they counterfeit? Just because Rolex says it's a counterfeit doesn't mean it is. So I picked this because one, um, not everybody's definition of counterfeit is going to be the same. You need to be aware of that. And two, uh, be aware that uh, just because you guys come to a decision, if you go to trial, the judge is always the final say-so. They can do whatever they want in their kingdom. So if they don't like an outcome, they can totally vacate it. This judge has said, this is not a good enough resolution for me because you still have not come to the decision of, you have not um, um, defined for me what is a counterfeit Rolex. Are these counterfeit? Zephyrina said she agrees with Rolex. So you agree that if anybody alters a Rolex in any way, it's no longer a Rolex? Um, but yes, so Rolex and La Californienne, um, they tried to come to a resolution, uh, but the judge has said, nah, girl, you need to go back to the drawing board, figure this little problem out, and then come back to me. Um, Zephyrina said yes. Okay. Um, so we're going to have to wait and see. They have to answer the question. Are these, are these La Californian watches, um, fake Rolexes? Sincere 39 said, I also agree with Rolex. Wow, y'all are a tough crowd. So you're saying just because La, Cor La Californian might change out the band that it's no longer a Rolex? Y'all are tough. But that's cool. Um, y'all might want to go see if Rolex is hiring. <laughs> They might need somebody on their team to for quality assurance, okay? All right, so um, those are the stories that I wanted to share with you tonight. Um, since the other night I said, yes, don't mess with the brand. All right, cool. So those are the stories that I wanted to share with you guys tonight. As always, I want to thank you guys for your participation and for your energy. Y'all are so awesome. You make this fun. I really enjoy being on here with you. Um, we are going to be back on Monday with more stories. Guys, tomorrow is the last day for you to get the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle for just $99 instead of $330 like it's going to be next week. Um, the Ultimate Biz Launch Bundle comes with over four hours of video content and training, um, giving you the building blocks of setting up your business properly, 
um, live demonstrations of applying for your EIN number and DUNS number, as well as putting together your operating agreement. And it comes with five of my eBooks, my uh, intellectual property series, trademarks, copyrights, and patents, business entities, and money management for entrepreneurs. So you can get all of that for $99 today only. Uh, I'm not today only, but um, till tomorrow. Um, Night Zephyrina. Um, don't forget, ladies, to register for the Power of Three Women Summit. Uh, and don't forget, guys, to subscribe to the YouTube and uh, the YouTube channel and the podcast because your girl want that YouTube money. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to get my numbers up. Um, but have a good weekend, guys. You know, I'm not on on Fridays. Take care of yourselves. Take it easy. You know, and stay home. I don't care what the government say. Oh, the uh, the conference at Farina is June 26th and 27th, um, and it's totally online. It's totally free. You can register at Linktree. Oh, you can get all that stuff at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. I'm, like, terrible at promoting my stuff. So you can find everything that I'm doing at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, okay? That's the only link in my bio on Instagram, all over the page on Facebook. But have a great weekend. Take care of yourselves. Be good to each other, and I will see you Monday. Bye.